Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Ronald Kaplan. He's the author of Every Now and Zen. Ronald, welcome to our show. Thank you, Christopher. He also is an executive with expertise in sales and service, customer relations, marketing, advocating, management, mentoring, just a lot of other things. So we'll just dive into some of them. But I, I love the title of your book, which is Every Now and Zen. Are you a person that has always understood that world or are you a spiritual person? Like, why did you decide to write that book? Well, um, well, my goal for writing the book was to share insights into the nature of being and becoming. And the final section is about sharing practical techniques on accelerating completion uh, as an accessible tool for personal transformation and also as an artifact of my own existence. So this accumulates wisdom uh, and thoughts and discussions and experiences across 45 years, initially inspired by the book Be Here Now, written by Richard Alpert, when he came out as Ram Dass. And it's the title that stuck with me. That book was written in 1971, and that was the year I started my own journey on a quest to understand well, what's the purpose of life and, and the wide world of questions and the experience of spirituality and such. I gravitate towards Zen Buddhism because it's a great explanation and Taoism of the nature of the opposites. And it's funny how Buddhism and the cosmos, what we're learning in astrophysics and such, really meet. And these are ideas that were born 2,500 or more years ago. But let's break down, Ronald, again. I, I want all the listeners to get as much as possible. So when you say being and becoming, what do you, what do you mean by yeah. that? Well, there's three chapters in the book. The first one is kind of about the fact that we exist and some of the dichotomies and uh, opposites that, that, and some things that we cannot understand about our own existence. But it kind of starts with the intention that I think everybody can't help but wonder all sentient beings about the nature of being alive in this world. And the more I get into physics and such, the more fascinating it becomes. Um, there's some major points that I wanted to bring up, um, and these are observations, and I'll share some of them. Um, so the being, just the awareness of what it means to be in relationship to universe, uh, becoming, trying to become the best person that we can, getting to know ourselves, and then completion, which was the last step, a way to transform your life going forward, get caught up and move forward. And that's the, ju uh, the gist of the book. Uh, it's called, the long title is Every Now and Then on the Nature of Being and Becoming. And Let's talk about the, the house. Mm -hmm. I remember many years ago, I was in LA and I, I went to this place called the Bodhi tree and they would teach these Zen Buddhism lessons. And mm -hmm. I remember like inside, because for those of you who don't know much about Buddhism, it, it really 
was never supposed to be a religion. It was just about this man named Buddha who wanted to teach people how to be enlightened and to, to be detached from some of the challenges of life because people oftentimes suffer a lot because they're attached to certain things, whether materialism or sex or, or fame. And so when I would go to these classes, I'm like, ooh, I feel all Zen. But as soon as mm -hmm. I walk back out, I see this very attractive woman across the street. I'm like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> so, um, you know, how, how, how do we maintain some of this level of just being and becoming? Because it's, it's quite frankly somewhat challenging, especially now in this whole Instagram world where the younger generation, they're just constantly being inundated by these images of people that look like they're so happy, but frankly, they may not be happy. So do you any, right. any practical suggestions on, on how we can have the sense of peace and, and awareness? That's a great question. I appreciate it. Well, I would say a number of things that um, enlightenment is experiential. It's not a final destination. It's a moment-to-moment -moment experience without permanence. It's a moment-to-moment -moment journey. And also, our mind is not the same as our experience. Experience is the teacher that informs us. The mind tries to understand and parse the lesson and perhaps the question. So insight is experiential. And getting into the idea that, about the mind that we are not who we think we are. For example, you're not the voices inside your head. You are the one who is the one who's listening to the conversation in your head and observing without judging. That's who we are. And there's a lot of power in that because it's effortless to do what we choose to do. The effort comes in struggling and trying to do something. And where does the emotion come into play with that? Because you have the experience, you have the mind, and what about the feelings and emotions? Because frankly, again, when I would, I meditate all the time. And again, it's like, I don't want to be actually a Buddhist. I don't want to be a Buddhist monk because I just see so much of life, the highs and lows are actually making it exciting. Again, just from my perspective, right? I'm just curious from your perspective. I hear what you're saying about the experience. We're not the experience. The mind is not. The, so, but what about the emotion, the feeling? How do, you, how do you think that plays into what you're talking about in terms of the mind and the experiences? Well, emotion makes us human. To have feelings is to be human. Um, uh, emotions are transitory. Feelings are transitory. Happiness is transitory. It's experiential. Uh, contentment has a sense of permanence, which derives from a sense of detachment. And being able to observe and hold things and realize a lot of things, uh, feelings, achievements, accomplishments, they're things that we've accomplished, but it's not who we are. Who we are is in fact, everybody is the same self. We are all part of the same self. And individually, we have our little dramas and our personalities. Um, one of the stepping stones can be the idea of being at cause in your life. You have to be present to be able to do that. Otherwise, you, you say be a, be a cause. Yes, be at cause. Be aware of what you're doing and choosing and having intention going forward. Intention is causation. 
everything begins with it. And within the world that we interact with, manifestation derives from our intention also. And otherwise we can be at the effect of things, the effect of our emotions and thoughts and feelings that we have. And so as Abraham Maslow talked about these different steps of you need food and shelter and water and, and sex and this hierarchy of needs, and eventually you become self-actualized. Well, once you become self-actualized, which is an experience, the next level is really taking that with you in life and kind of observing and being present and observing yourself regardless of what you're doing. Interesting. What's one thing we can do more each day to be more self-aware and observant, Robert? I'm sorry, can you repeat? What's one thing we can do each day to be uh, more self-aware and present? Well, that's a great question. Uh, I think it's, it seems nearly impossible that we're not aware of the fact that we're waking up. It's, it's being conscious about your experience. So it, that's a meditation and then everything is a meditation. We might have good days or bad days, but being present is really the key. Uh, I, have, I have something I wanted to share before our time is over about some things that kind of transform my life to help myself go forward. And this idea of being present and choosing your life where you own your life, your life is your own, your life is your choice. And your life is what you choose it to be from this moment on. And choosing and doing what you choose to do is truly effortless. But the thing that began this process for me was uh, in a class I had in school 45 years ago, a class called Death and Dying, uh, Dorothy Kubler-Ross. And there were two lists that we had to make. One was as if we were on our deathbed, make a list of all our regrets in life. And the realization is that you're still alive and you have the opportunity to make amends for behavior, words, decisions, or actions you may regret. You can now communicate truthfully to address all those concerns. And when you have, you'll find that you're now able to fully express the love and appreciation you feel for those around you while they're still alive. And that reconciles and liberates yourself from the past, becoming present and humanly authentic. The second list, as if you were born again this moment, make a list of all the things that you'd want to do in this life. And that realization that you are alive right here, right now, presenting you with this opportunity, which is the opportunity of a lifetime, which you talked about, to live the life that you always wanted, and to fully express who you are and who you want to become from this now on. That is very profound, Ronald. I really appreciate you sharing that. I actually read Thank that you. Death and Dying book many years ago, and it really had a profound impact because it's scary for some people to think about their own demise, but I actually wrote my own eulogy when I was 23 at my grandmother's funeral with, with that in mind relative mm -hmm. to being aware and present of who we are and why we're here on this earth, but 
Ronald, thank you so much for, again, providing this very deep insight about what you know, what you've learned, and what you choose to share with us. And so I appreciate you, and I appreciate your time, and most importantly, your spirit. How thank can our you. guests learn more from you and, and read your book one day? Well, uh, the book is available online, for example, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's in a print or an e-version. It's called Every Now and Zen by Ronald Stephen Kaplan. And... My, my last parting thought would be transformation occurs in a moment of now. And now is here waiting. Well, thank you for that transformational thought, Ronald. Have a, have a great day. And you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.